0: Good morning. Welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, January 15th edition. I am Santino Gacone and I am joined with the one, the only, DJ
1: Sammy Caps. How are you doing today, buddy? Good, man. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Hope you guys (laughs) had a great day. How are you doing, Santino? Doing good as well. And yeah,
0: uh, we're trying to celebrate both of us later tonight. Um, So we're doing this one pretty early. And the weird thing about this is doing this super early. I don't know how this played out, but we have, um, five of the seven spreads already for tomorrow, which uh, I, sometimes I do this at 11 PM uh, midnight, whatever. And I have one or two spreads it doesn't make sense how we're doing <laughs> this one early and almost all the spreads are there. But, uh, I guess that's just I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I actually don't have an explanation on that. But I think um, they're trying to knock it out, too, like us. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Everybody wants to get home or get ready, be able to go out tonight. But, yeah, uh, we have a seven-game slate for you guys tonight. A couple teams on the back end of a back-to-back. And um, a couple more teams on the front end of a back-to-back. Before we get into it, I do want to give a shout-out over to our guys at Thrive Fantasy. Our new... Daily Fantasy Partner. Uh, You can prop up with Thrive Fantasy either on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS, that's E-T-H-O-S, when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100 plus either two or four free game tickets to play. You pick player props on the biggest names playing every night, score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. It's that simple. It's that easy and it's as fun as it sounds. All right, buddy, let's jump on to this first game. We have 3 at 8, or 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 at 8, and then one lone game at 10. Uh, first game on the docket, Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, we have a two twenty-two game total, and the Hawks are two-point home favorites. On the injury report, uh, we have John Collins is out, Delone Wright, bug. Bogdanovich, both questionable. Uh, Lori Markinen, Colin Sexton, both out as well. I will throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on this Cleveland side of the ball?
1: Yeah, um, I'm definitely looking at Jarrett Allen, Jared Allen and Dean Wade. Um, Allen's been playing over 30 minutes and has double-doubled in four out of the last five games that he's played. And one of them was a 20-20, 22 rebounds and 29 points. And that was on February 4th. So I look for him to have another good game as long as he gets that 30 minutes. Um, I think it would be a good a good fill-in for our uh, rosters tonight. And then with Dean Wade, he's also played 20 or more minutes and had 13 points and three rebounds against the Pacers and um, 10 points with four rebounds to assist in his last game against Philly. And I think as long as he could have 25 minutes, uh, he could have double-digit scoring with uh, maybe six rebounds at most. So he will get he will get close to a low-end double-double. But I don't think he'll quite hit it. Um, but I think he definitely can give us some value for tonight. But what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I really like Darius Garland on this one. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup the last couple games. His back. Um, he played on the ninth, Then missed the next game. And then played on the 12th against Philly. Uh, but I really like him here. Against Trey Young and the Hawks. There's no John Collins. So that's one... Uh, defender near the rim, or help defender, not <clears throat> that's not going to be in there. There's going to be a lot of Gallinari, um, but you can really take advantage of Trey Young's lackadais- lackadaisical defense, or uh, lack thereof there, and at only 7400 that's just a very good discount. This guy was uh, in the 9Ks at the end of January, uh, mid-9Ks, 9-4, and he was over 8K last couple games, so uh, getting him at 7-4, I am very much in love with that price tag, and I'm going to have a lot of shares from him. He's going to be my highest price guy on this team. Uh, and Evan Mobley is another guy I'm looking at a little bit. Another discount there, 6500 I just mentioned Jared. Um, well, I said Jared. John Collins isn't going to be here. Uh, so that just opens up a lot more opportunity in this matchup. And in two games against the Hawks, he's averaging over 42 fantasy points. So uh, already having success against this team. And then you take out John Collins, who's would be, The primary defender on him so um, i'm really targeting those two guys heavily here uh on the other side of the ball man what are you looking at on the
1: the hawk side well obviously we're looking we're looking at trey um but i think who can give us some value would be bogdan bogdanovich um i would definitely check his status like you said he's on the injury report um he is day-to-day but i think if he plays i look for him to continue to stay hot uh he has had 20 or more points in his last two games with five rebounds and four assists and also six rebounds and two assists in those two games. um. So I think he could have a low-end double-double tonight and definitely give us some value back. But who are you going to be looking at?
0: Yeah, I, I like Bogdanovich too as well. Uh, if he does play 5,500, I think it's a solid price tag. He is coming in hot, like you mentioned. He played 38 minutes last game and 30 minutes a game before that. Uh, averaging roughly over 40 fantasy points, a little over 40 fantasy points in those two games So he's seeing that type of alert workload and his, his back holds up okay, even in a tough matchup, I think that price tag is justifiable. Uh if he is out, I think Kevin Herder at uh Herder at forty seven hundred gets a big bump here, as is Trey Young. He's just gonna run more offense, but Herder might be that the guy who initiates the secondary uh offense and Trey Young is not there. And I and I think forty seven hundred you can take a chance on that. Um da- 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 Gallinari is a guy I don't mind taking a chance at 4,500 I mentioned John Collins is out his role hasn't really changed a great deal uh, with John Collins out the last game but he, sh- he could easily see a little bit more time in here uh, and then I'm intrigued on a the we know that the uh, Cavs play a double big lineup with Mobley Jared Allen there uh, then they have Kevin Love coming off the bench um so there's always really two bigs on the court at the same time. We haven't seen much of uh, Double O and Capella playing together, but maybe they do this game. And I thought they could have did it against the Celtics. They didn't really do that, but this game is a little bit different, uh, and it could possibly see those two on the floor together. Uh, so I'm very intrigued with that. And at 3,400, I know the guy's upside, so I don't make mind taking a chance at him there. And speaking of Capella, at only 5,300, if he's seeing 30 minutes like he did in the last game, which he should be seeing, uh going against a big lineup uh he's going to easily put up more or, or value on that so i think there's a lot to like on this side of the ball all right jumping on over to the next game we have the dallas mavericks taking on the miami heat uh the spread on this one is two thirteen and a half and a half game total and the heat are four and a half point home favorites on the injury report we have a Marquise, chris tim hardaway jr both out trey burke is questionable on the other side, we have Butler, Caleb Martin, both questionable. Markeef, Oladipo, Tyler Hero, all out. Uh, the big news is the two additions, Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans, are
1: going to be in for this one. Uh, what are you looking
0: at on this Dallas side?
1: Um, yeah, I'm looking at a couple guys. I got Jalen Brunson. Uh, he's been playing in high 20s to high 30s in minutes, and he's been really cashing in on that playing time. Uh, he scored 20 or more points in three out of the last five games. And game he has played, I'm sorry, in three out of the last five games he has played, he has gotten a couple rebounds and assists as well. And I definitely think he's a guy to target tonight. Um, and I'm also looking at Reggie Bullock. Uh, he's been playing great lately. He's gotten 20 points or close to 20 points in three out of the last five games as well, with almost double-doubling in one of those games. So I look for him to get close to a double-double, uh, maybe a low end, um, but I think he could get, Close like I said uh to that double double and give us value for tonight, but what do you got
0: yeah and I think I'll start with Luca, I think he's worth it he he looks thin he looks like he's back in shape, I know he was looking up I heard some jokes he was looking like a construction worker earlier on in the year did look <laughs> out of shape he admitted he was out of shape uh he looks good now and he's like looking wise aesthetically wise he looks good and he's playing even better uh he's playing out of his mind three out of the last five games uh, are no, five. He has over 75 fantasy points. Uh, four games over 65. So he's just crushing it. So I don't mind paying for it, even in a tough matchup. We might not even see Jimmy Butler on the other side because he's questionable. So uh, I think Luca is just in play here. Uh, seeing Brunson and Didwani, I'm I'm not sure how they're gonna run these guys and if they're gonna try and play all three of them at the same time uh, with Luca, Brunson, and Didwani. That's intriguing to me. I, I have to see that play. Uh, same with the front court. Um, I, I think. Bullock, you mentioned, he's been having a really solid uh, go-around lately. I don't mind going there at 4,700. Probably won't. I think I might like a couple other options there. Uh, but Davis Bertans, who really has done nothing this year when he was on the Wizards, wasn't playing much at all. Uh, he's a guy I'm intrigued on playing against or with Luka here. He should have a lot of open shots. We know he was one of the best shooters in the league. Um, not even too long ago, he he was on fire from three. Uh, Hasn't really done much since, but he's going to have time here. Uh, Marquise Chris is out for this game. Really only Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleba are the bigs on this team right now. Uh, DFS is going to play a lot of small ball for anyway, but Bertans could see himself play 20 minutes in his opening night, uh, and he will have a lot of shots. So I'm intrigued to take a chance on him at only 3,400 as well. Um, And I mentioned DFS. I don't mind taking 45, but I probably won't go there either against this Heat team.
1: But on the other side of the ball, um, what are you looking at on the seat side? Um, For me, I'm really only looking at Duncan Robinson. Um, In his last game out, he had 17 points, four rebounds, three assists, and he played 25 minutes. Uh, And that was against Brooklyn. Um, Granted, I know Harden wasn't there. Obviously, he got traded to Philly. Uh, But I think they still have a tough team. And he, to me, played decently well. So I think he could have another great game. Maybe not great game, but another good game for us tonight and he'll be at least a look if not, maybe insert him. But if you need like one or two more roster spots to fill, I think he'll be a good look and fill in for that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be a a tricky matchup because both these teams
0: are fantastic on defense. Uh, I probably won't be paying up too high for anybody here. Adebayo has been awesome and he's going to have the best matchup at 7,900. That might be slightly higher than I want to pay, but his last, couple games, three of his last four games, he's had at least 43 fantasy points, uh, and then you can keep going after that, but he's been really solid, and if I'm going to pay up, that's where I would pay up more than Butler, because this is one of the best defenses in the league uh, on the Dallas side. Um, Gabe Vincent is giving me uh, some intrigue here. at Only 4,100, with Tyler Hero already out, and Jimmy Butler possibly out, there is some room for uh, Gabe Vincent to be a very, very good value play. Even if Butler plays I'll still have some shares with them, not as much, obviously. But uh, he's a guy that I'm, I'm keen in on and watching the status of Butler here. All right, man. Last game at 7:30 Eastern Standard Time, we have the Boston Celtics taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, on the in- on the spread, we have a two thirteen and a half game total, and it is a pick'em on the spread here. Or, well, I said it again on the injury report here. We have James Harden, Jaden Springer not playing, uh, and the Celtics don't have anybody. Here as of yet, they are, along with Atlanta, who I didn't mention, uh, one of the teams on the front end of a back-to-back here. Uh, But I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Celtics, who are just hot right now?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking at a couple guys. I got Marcus Smart. Uh, He's at 6,100, and in his last three games, he had 20 or more points with five boards and seven assists, and that was against the Nuggets. Um And he also had 13 points, six boards, seven assists in his last game against the Hawks. So I think he could definitely give us value. Uh, we know he's going to fight out there against Philly. Um, And I think he'll be a good look for us tonight. And I'm also looking at Derek White. Uh, he's at 5,600. And in his game against Atlanta, he had 14 points, four boards, and five assists. And he also played 29 minutes. So I think if he gets those minutes again, which I think he will, he'll get high twenties, maybe even into the low thirties. That's where I think he needs to produce. And I think he could definitely produce again tonight, but who are you looking at?
0: Yeah. And I like the same two guys. I really love Derek white, uh, 5,600. He's, you know, he played just two games with them. He hasn't hit 30 minutes yet, but 28 and 29. Uh, he produced both times. I think this is just a very good price tag. I, and he, he's probably had, what, uh, half a practice maybe with this team so far. Uh, you saw the second game he started initiating. He just fits so well with them uh, and how this team started playing. They're de- defensive-orientated lately, uh, and they move the ball. When they move the ball on offense, uh, it is very good. And Derek White is very good at keeping the ball moving. Uh, so I'm with you there. And Marcus Smart. Um, they both been playing a lot. Uh, Marcus Smart hasn't really had his role affected uh, since in the two games that Derek White has joined. Uh, playing even better, it looks like. Uh, and I'm I'm with you on those two guys. I think the value is there for them. I don't. If I have to pay up, uh, Tatum over Brown, uh, very much so here. But I'm probably not going to pay up in this matchup. I just like the two guys that you mentioned. What about on the other side of the ball?
1: What are you looking at on Philly? Um. Well, I really want to take advantage, and I'm really looking at Tyrese Maxey. Um, I'm going to be talking about Embiid later, uh, but the guy who I really want to target tonight would be Maxey. Uh, like I said, with James Harden being traded to Philly, we've yet to see how they will play Maxey when Harden's healthy. So I think we should really take advantage here while he's still getting over 30 minutes a game um, to put him in our lineups and just let him do our do his thing. Um, because with Harden, who knows? We He, he might get maybe 20 minutes or... High teens and with Harden getting 35 to 40 minutes. We just don't know what we're going to see So I really think 6500 for his price tag is fair And we should definitely be taking advantage while we still have him. <laughs> what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a solid call there uh, it's, it's only 6500 uh, I don't like the matchup against the Celtics, but trey young had success against them, and they're two different Totally different players, but I think 65 is a, is a reasonable price tag for him. Uh, Joel Embiid is, is in play here, too. Uh, I do prefer Luka over him, even though Embiid's averaging over 60 points against this Celtics team. Uh, their defense has just been locked in lately. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I think the one guy I would be looking at right now here is is Maxi. Um, maybe if Shake Milton is okay and he's, he's healthy, possibly him as well. Um, he played... 25 and 20 minutes the last two games, if he can bump that up. But I don't know if he's going to. I Cork Korkmaz while he's starting, while uh, James Harden is not there. I don't mind taking a chance at him as well at such a low, low price tag. But I don't really love the matchup uh, too much to, to go digging down there. But let's jump on over to the next games. On these next three games, all at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Indiana Pacers taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, who are on the back end of a back-to-back, so we won't have an injury report for them. Uh, We can't say who was out for them today. Uh, But on the spread, this is one of the two games, that this game and the next game, that we don't have a spread for. Uh, On the injury report for the Pacers, we have Brogdon is questionable, Duarte is out, Isaiah Jackson out. McConnell, Rubio, Miles Turner, and TJ Warren all out as well for this one. Um, Brooke Lopez, Pat Connaughton, George Hill, and Giannis were all out on Monday. I'm not sure if uh, Giannis or Pat Connaughton probably— I would say Connaughton's likely out because he uh, underwent successful surgery. <clears throat> I don't know how fast he's going to clear that. I can't imagine him clearing it in a couple of days. But um, <laughs> George Hill and Giannis are probably— more so questionable. Um, probably might not need to play in this one. Might just play in the Thursday game against Philly before the all-star break. But I'll throw it over to you, my friend.
1: What are you looking at on the Pacers side of the ball? Um, well, I have a couple guys. I I really like Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I really think, just like we talked about uh, Derek White being traded, and I was as you were talking about him, I was thinking he's really a great fit, and this trade's really been helping uh, him. And I also think that about Halliburton as well. I think since joining the Pacers, he's really been killing it. Um, He's had 40 minutes a game, and he's been literally filling the statue. He's gotten 23 points, three boards, six assists, and he exploded his last game with 22 points, five boards, and 16 assists against Minnesota. He almost went for 20 and 20, and that's, as we know, is a rare feat to do. Um, He's at 8,500. He's a little bit more expensive. Um, but I think I would be personally putting that putting him in there and using that money. Uh, because like I said, I think Halliburton is definitely been helped with this trade to Indiana, and I think we're just gonna see him explode. Um and I'm also looking at Jalen Smith. Uh he's definitely a value play. He's at thirty nine hundred. He's gotten twenty three minutes in his last seven in his last game and had seventeen points with twelve boards. Uh so I I don't think he'll have that same stat tonight but I do think he'll have an opportunity to have a low end double double tonight uh maybe 12 points in 10 boards or 10 points 10 boards just something like that but I think it'll be a good value play for us but who are you looking at Yeah and, and I like Halliburton. uh he had
0: an amazing first quarter in the last game against Minnesota uh just dominated his his after that it wasn't great and his fourth quarter was just I uh, was making not so great plays, but still finished fantasy wise fantastic. And even in a tough matchup here, uh, 8,500 is, is a solid price tag for him. So I'll have some exposure to him there. Uh, O'Shea Brissett really coming on right now, and there's not much uh, competition at the power forward position. Uh, Jalen Smith and him were playing together a little bit, so uh, that helps him as well. I am very high on him at 5,400 back-to-back games of over 40 points uh, and a 29-point game before that, and we don't know if Giannis is going to play or not, so it makes the matchup much, much easier if Giannis is not out there. Um, I do like Jalen Smith as well. You mentioned him. He played uh, 23 minutes in that second one, and he dropped seventeen and twelve and he looks really, really solid. Uh Goga batase is really not getting he's starting, but he's not playing many minutes there. So I'm with you on Jalen Smith. Last guy I'm looking at, Lance Stevenson. He played thirty two minutes in this last game. Uh, Duarte left after four minutes and Lance Stevenson kind of jumped into that role. And I would I'm expecting him to start in this one um in this one as well. And he's gonna start and play thirty minutes where Duarte should play, four K is just a very Good price tag for him and I like that. Uh Buddy Hill will be another option for me, but I'd rather just save the 2K and go with Lance Stevenson there or or Brissett and Smith. Um so I think there's some value to be had here.
1: What about on the other side of the ball, man? What are you looking at on Milwaukee? Um, yeah, really on Milwaukee side, I'm only really looking at Bobby Portis. Um, he's only the one that really got caught my eye uh for tonight's games. Um he's at sixty seven hundred, and I think outside of the big three. Or really the big two because we I don't I don't think that Giannis will play uh, like you said he might just sit this one maybe play on Thursday. Um, he's really the only other guy I'm looking at to insert my lineups tonight. Uh, just because he's been he's been playing high minutes and he's been doing well with those minutes. It's the Bobby Portis that we are used to seeing last year, and I think he could definitely help us out for tonight. But who else are you looking at?
0: Yeah, and it's going to depend on uh, Giannis' availability here. Um, If he doesn't play, I think the game's going to be a lot closer. If he does play, I still think it's going to be a competitive game. Indiana's not winning games, but they're not embarrassing themselves lately either. Uh, But Giannis would be in a prime position if healthy, or if he's going to go here and could play 33 minutes at 11-8. He's right there with Luca. I think Luca's a lot safer because we know it's going to be a closer game, and we know he should be playing. Um, So that's something there, but... If Giannis doesn't play, uh, I do like Bobby Portis as well that like you mentioned. I think 6,700 is a solid price tag. Uh, Grayson Allen already with no Divincenzo who got traded and Pat Connaughton who's out uh, gets a bump already because he's going to see a lot of time on the wing. And if there's no Giannis, there's more shots to go up for him. So he at 4,800, I don't mind taking a chance at him there. Uh, and then it would be Holiday or or Middleton, and I prefer Holiday there at 7,700 if there's no Giannis. If there is a Giannis, I'm probably going to leave the Middleton or Holiday shares alone there and and stay with you. I still think Portis would be a a solid play, and and I don't mind Grayson Allen there as well. All right. Jumping on over to the next game, uh, we have the Charlotte Hornets taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I mistakenly said the next few games don't have a spread. I thought the next game would be Memphis, New Orleans. They are also at 8. But uh, this game has a 244 game total, which is easily the highest total we have. The highest total we have out of the 5 right now is 222 outside of this. Uh, so it, more 22 points higher than the next highest total of the 5 that we have. And the Wolves are point home favorites on the injury report. We have, um, no one on the wolves or McKinley, right on the wolves and no oh, Gordon Hayward, Cody Martin, Jalen McDaniels, all out for the, um, Hornets. Uh, the Timberwolves are also one of the few teams on the front end of a back-to-back as well So keep that in mind. But, uh, what are you looking at on this Hornet side? And is this a stackable game? You know,
1: I think it, it it's tough. It's tough. Um it might be just on how you build your lineup. Um I I wouldn't mind taking a chance on both these guys, uh, Miles Bridges, 7600. Um he had a down game his last game out, but in 3 of his last four, in 3 of his last four games, he scored over 20 points with five or more boards yeah. and assists. Um and I he's also been getting the max amount of minutes and I think he's returning around to tonight like I said, um and then I'm also looking at sorry guys, <laughs> um I'm also looking at Mantras Harrell, uh he's at 5300 and since joining the Hornets he's been playing almost 30 minutes a game and he almost double doubled in his last game with 20 points and nine rebounds, uh so I look for him to really roll tonight and I think he could actually hit that double double, um. And to answer your question, I wouldn't mind stacking these guys after going through that. But what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, and I think this is a very stackable game. Uh, the Hornets were getting blown out the other night, um, and then they stormed back against the Grizzlies. They, didn't, they ultimately didn't win, but they were getting beat by 30 or something at halftime. Uh, and then halfway through the third quarter or fourth quarter, they just started coming back, and it was exciting to watch. Um but, well, yeah, I think this is a very stackable team in and, and game. Um, Harold, you mentioned 5,300. He looked like he fit right in with these guys. Played 29 minutes. His energy was through the roof. Uh, and at 5,300, I don't mind picking a chance there. Terry Rosier's on a heater right now at 7,900. Back to back games over 60, or exactly 66 and a half fantasy points. Um, he's just on fire, almost back to back triple doubles. Uh, he missed it by one assist in the last game against Memphis, uh, but I don't mind throwing him in there. Ball is pretty expensive, but this is a good matchup for him. You mentioned Bridges. I like Ubre as well. Um, I think Bridges, Ubre, Rozier, Hero, they're all in play for me here. Uh, so, yeah, I, I very much like a, a team stack if possible. Uh, but what about on the other
1: side? What are you looking at over here? Um, On the Timberwolves, I'm really only looking at Malik Beasley. I think he'll be a definitely a good value play for us at 3700. And outside of the big two, Russell and Cat, I think Beasley will bring the most value. Um, as long as he gets over 20 minutes, I think he can score in double digits, grab a couple boards, have a couple assists. And like I said, for his price tag, that's really all we can ask for. Um, and I think I'll be looking his way when I'm I'm looking to fill the last couple two uh, spots in my lineups. But who are you looking at? Yeah,
0: and I, I like Beverly and Edwards a lot here. Uh, I think Towns is going to be in a great matchup, but it, he was in one last night or the other night against Indy and didn't really take advantage of it. Um, he had a lot of turnovers, a lot of fouls, didn't play. He only played 22 minutes. Uh, but I think there. this is just a, a game that you can stack if you have the money. Uh, but I, I'll take the $1,800 discount and go with Edwards and uh, $700 more than Russell. Edwards is playing hot right now uh, we're about to he, he was playing hurt playing through an injury but there, we're about to be at the all-star break uh, so I think he'll gut it out and continue and this is a matchup where he can get many many shots up uh, and just go crazy Patrick Beverly at 5K is a price tag I think is solid and where you can get extra exposure to this matchup uh, on this or on this side of the ball in this matchup uh, at only a reasonable price um, Jared Vanderbilt 4700 would be another guy, but he's kind of um, slowing down right now, so I don't really want to go there. I would just rather pay the 300 there. I don't mind what you mentioned at Mike Malik Beasley at 3700 This is another matchup where he could, uh, even in 20, 25 minutes, he can get up 15 shots here. Uh, this is going to be a fast-paced matchup, so I don't mind taking a, a flyer on him. Santino, did you cut out? Oh, can you not hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Oh, all right. Um, all right, let's jump on over to the second to last game of the night. We have at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time the Memphis Grizzlies on the front end of a back to back against the New Orleans Pelicans on the back end of a back to back. On the injury or on the uh, spread, we don't have one for this one. On the injury report for the Grizzlies, we have Dylan Brooks, Killian Tilly, Xavier Tillman. Vez Pong and all out and John Morant is questionable for this one. On the Pelicans, we have Zion, Larry Nance, Kyra Lewis, all out. Um, and not sure who would sit in the back end of a back-to-back, but uh that's for another discussion uh, that we'll get into. But what are you looking at on this uh Grizzly side of the ball?
1: Uh yeah, I'm looking at Steven Adams, fifty eight hundred. Uh in his last two games, he got twenty-six minutes and sixteen minutes and had sixteen points. With 14 boards and 5 assists. And then in his last game. He had 15 points. 11 assists and 4 rebounds. So my point here is. Even in the 10 minute difference. 26 minutes and 16 minutes. He still got 1 point less. And had a double double. Um, I So I think. He could still double double. With the points and assists. Like he has been. And I definitely would feel comfortable playing him. Knowing he'll at least get. Uh, 20 minutes. Um, I don't expect him to get another 16, maybe, maybe closer to 20, if not 22. Um, but I, like I said, if he's doing that in 15 minutes, getting a double, double 15 points, 11 boards, he's definitely worth a look tonight. Um, and then I'm also looking at Desmond Bain. He's at 6,900 and he's gotten into the high twenties, to low thirties in minutes in his last two games. And he also scored 22 and 25 points with six and four rebounds. And two assists and five assists. And I think he could continue to stay hot and play well tonight. But who are you looking at?
0: Yeah, I like Bain. Uh, Bane's just a very good basketball player. Uh, really coming on this year. Uh, I think Adams, you mentioned back-to-back games of over 40 points. Three out of the last four, over 38 fantasy points. Uh, it's in a solid matchup <clears throat> against his former team. So uh, that's something to to keep an eye on there as well. I, I think he's at a decent price tag. Um Anthony Melton, Tyus Jones, two guys I'm keeping an eye on. Ja is probably going to play. I'm assuming he's playing, but right now he's questionable. If he misses, not only does Bain get a big bump, but those two guys get a big bump as well, Um, and so does Kyle Anderson. So uh, those those will be people I'm keeping an eye on. I think Tyus Jones would be in a lot of people's lineups at only 3,200. Melton gets a little bump, 4,800. You can look there, but... I think I'm 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 with you for the most part, and then I'm just seeing what happens with with John Morant. But the matchup is is nice here to take advantage of of the Pelicans. Uh, they got rid of Josh Hart, who was one of their better perimeter defenders or better defenders overall, and bringing in CJ Mack, better for offense, but he's not the 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 defense really takes a big hit there. So uh, I think Bain, like you mentioned, is in a good spot. But what about on the other side of the ball? What are you looking at over here?
1: Uh, it was kind of tough for me. Really on the Pelican side, I'm, I'm only really going to be targeting their stars. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram and newly acquired CJ McCollum. Um, if I think they didn't trade for McCollum, I'd be taking a flyer on Graham, but I really think McCollum is eating into Graham's playing time and we've seen it in his stat sheet. He hasn't really been producing how he has been lately. Um, So like I said, I think I'll only be looking at Ingram and McCollum in this one, Uh, but who are you going to be looking at? Yeah, I'm probably not
0: going to. I'm with you. I'm probably really not going to look at anybody. Um, I I heard that little hesitation there when you said you're looking at the stars, but I don't hate them, but I I think we. We've went through a couple people that in that same price tags that I, I prefer there. I think the upside is higher against this, this Minnesota team. And then again, uh, this might change because they're on the back end of a back-to-back. If, say, Brandon Ingram misses, uh, then Jones, McCollum, uh, they become very intriguing to me. Uh, if Jay val misses, Hernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes, they'll become intriguing to me, and, ex- and so on and so forth. Uh, McCollum misses, then Ingram is like the guy. So we'll see, but if everybody plays, I don't think I'll have much exposure to this side of the ball. right. Last game of the night, my friend. Uh, All these games, the first six games, all start 730 and 8. And then we have just the lone got game down here all at at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, This is the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Phoenix Suns. This is tied for the second highest game total that we have of the five at 222. Uh, And the Suns are 12 and a half point home favorites. The Suns are on the front end of a back to back while the Clippers are on the back end of a back-to-back. On the injury report, we have Shamet, Sarich, Payne, Kaminsky, all out for the Suns. And the Clippers have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jay Scrubb, all out. Luke Kennard is questionable. Um, throw it over to you. Assuming everybody plays on the back end of a back-to-back, uh, what are you looking at on this Clipper side of the ball?
1: Yeah, um... I really like how Reggie Jackson has been playing. Um, I think he's been on fire in his last two games. Uh, He's played over 30 minutes and even 40 minutes uh, in those two games uh, while he scored 18 points with four boards and eight assists. And then in his last game, he scored 24 points with five boards and eight assists. Um, So I would be inserting him into my lineups and maybe inserting him to where a point to where you can maybe spend up on another position elsewhere. Uh, use him in that guard spot and see what he could do for you for 6,400. Because um, I he I think he's been he's worth it and he's been great lately. But who are you thinking about? Right,
0: I like it. Uh, yeah, and he has been really solid lately. Uh, I'm looking at Terrence Mann. I think 4,600 is a solid value play here. Uh, last two games he's played 35, 31 minutes. Uh, last some odd games he's really since the trade deadline. Uh, he's really been the secondary playmaker and um, playmaker off the second second unit as well. And you look at his last four games 26, 36, 28, 37 fantasy points. Uh, value, 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 value. He, he's only 4,600, so anything over like 22 is c- pretty much value there. So I, I think he's going to continue to do that, even in this matchup. Uh, three straight games with double-digit shot attempts, that's something that we're I, I like to see from him. Uh, more aggression, pitching and assist pitching and rebound. So he's probably my favorite play from just a point per dollar standpoint here uh, against this incredible defense that they're going to go against. But um, yeah, I really like Terrence man here. Um, and with Powell out, that does help a Reggie Jackson. It does help a Terrence man, uh, a mere coffee, Batum. all these guys are going to get extra touches. Um, and speaking of coffee and Batum, I think those two are two guys you could take chances on as well. 3,600, 3,500. Um, even Covington and some smaller lineups, but uh, I, I'm going to take a lot of Terrence Mann, And then maybe those other two guys that I mentioned coffee and Batum take chances on them. Uh, and if canard doesn't play, that's just more opportunity again for the same people that I just mentioned. So really like there's, there's some, a lot to like over there, even in a tough matchup.
1: Uh, but what are you looking at on this other side of the ball? Uh, well, for the Suns, I'm looking at McKell Bridges, 5,700, uh, he's gotten low to high 30s in minutes, and he's played well with the opportunity. Um, so I look for him to do a little more against the Clippers tonight and use those minutes to his advantage. Um, and I'm also looking at Cameron Johnson. Uh, he's gotten 26 minutes in his last two games. He scored 15 points and 10 points with eight boards and two rebounds in those last two games to go along with three assists and one assist. Uh, so I think if he could get close to 30 minutes in this one, he could possibly have a low-end double-double and definitely give us some value at 3,800. But who are you looking at?
0: Yeah, I think uh, both Cam and, and Jake Crowder are, are decent value plays here at, at 3,800 and, and 4,500. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of small ball lineups or Zubats, uh when he's not playing. Marcus Morris is primarily the center. They got rid of Ibaka. Hartenstein hasn't really played more than a handful of minutes. Um, so those two guys can get extra minutes there in, in different types of lineups. DeAndre Ayton at 6,600 I think is just a uh, good price tag. He's it, very, very cheap. He's dropped over under the 7K mark the last two games and uh, then continuing this game. Uh, he hasn't played against the Clippers yet this season, but if he sees 30 minutes, he should put up 30 points here and uh, or with some upside there. So I, I like him as well. All right, man, that does it for seven game slate. Our Tuesday slate uh before we head on out of here, I do want to get uh throw out some favorite player tiers here um you pick which one you want to start with do you want to start with the high priced middle priced or value
1: play let's uh let's mix it up. let's do the value play. ooh, um, I like it. Go to kind of <laughs> go from the bottom to the top there <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um I literally just talked about him, but I really think Cameron Johnson could. Definitely give us value at 3,800. And like I just said, if he could get 30 minutes in this game, he could have a low end double-double. So I'll definitely be trying to get him into our lineup tonight. Who who do you got in the value play? All right. I like it. Um, I have, there's quite a few people I have uh, in my
0: possible or in my value play, but I'm just going to go with one guy here uh, instead of naming 15, but Lance <laughs> Stevenson, 4 <laughs> uh, 4K. For all the reasons I mentioned before, Duarte's not going to be playing. I expect him to start. If he doesn't start, I still think he's solid, but then I can always pivot, too. There's, there's, I have quite a few guys in my under in my value play here, but I think he's going to start. He should see 30 minutes like he did in the last game where he started 32. Um, and, yeah, this guy, he, he's. they don't call him born ready for nothing. He just got signed after not playing for a while in the league, and he's been really good this year when given the minutes. Uh, so I'm going to go with Lance. All right, man. And you said
1: from the bottom up, so that would mean your favorite mid tier play. Yes, sir. And I'm gonna be looking at Tyrese Maxi. Um like I said, with Harden being traded, um, I think we have to we have to use him and let him do what he's been doing for us. Uh just as long as he gets over thirty minutes this game, I definitely think he's a go to and use that sixty five hundred on maxi. But who you got?
0: Yeah, and I, I think there's a lot of good Again, I think there's a lot of, uh, solid low end mid tier plays and, and nice value plays where we can spend up to the top. Uh, but here I'm going to be, I, I really like a higher priced, uh, mid tier guy here. Uh, the other night he was my favorite high price play when he was over eight K and then he got scratched right before game time. But Darius Garland against the, the Hawks at only 7,400. I think that's just, they're just giving him away. Uh, he was a full participant in, in Monday's practice. He should be ready to go. And I, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't score 40 points in this matchup. But, um, what is your lastly, your
1: favorite high price play of the night? Yep. Uh, for the top tier, I will be sticking with the Harden storyline. Um, and I'll be going Embiid. Um, I think when Harden comes back, he's obviously going to be dipping into Embiid's, uh, um scoring opportunity, his how he contributes to the team. So I think while Harden's still out, we haven't seen them two those two play together yet. I think we should take advantage once again and put Embiid in there, pay the high price of eleven hundred, eleven thousand six hundred, and just let him go to work. Um because like I said, once Harden plays, he'll be eaten into that work. And we don't know. If uh, we might be playing Harden, maybe if we'll be playing Embiid and if we'll be seeing the same Embiid we have been the season up until now. So I would take advantage, put them in there, let him get 65 fantasy points for you and help you win tonight, guys. But who you got, Santino?
0: Right. I really like that. And I, I'm going to be paying a lot for Luca at 12K. But that's
1: uh, that's the high mark of the
0: expensive tier. And I'm going to go right at the bottom tier uh or, or bottom mark of the expensive tier as my favorite play at in ant-man and the wasp i'm going to call him and luca ant-man <laughs> and the wasp i guess there you go but um at just 8k it is the highest game total of the night by a whopping margin as we mentioned 244 game total uh ant-man has been on fire the last two games uh this is going to be a matchup up and down up and down where he could get the last three games he has over 22 shots each time so i expect another 20 Shots up uh, and if he makes 50% where he did the last two games uh, We could see another 50 points here in what should be just a run-and-gun style game which which suits him So I really like Ant-Man here All right, man, that
1: does it before we head on out of here. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add? No, I think I'm good tonight guys. Um, we definitely have a lot a lot of players for you guys So definitely Look into those lineups build them right for you and Hopefully, we could get you some money tonight, guys.
0: Right. I like it. You heard it here first. Hopefully, we can get you some money here. Um, Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you again next week. But in the meantime, enjoy yourselves. Good luck. Let's get some money. And take care. See you later, guys. Have a good one.